serious serious topic um for people with disability but for for all people but um you know when we did the research for this show we talked to a lot of people with disability and they told us that particularly at school um there was a lot of bullying around their disabilities and it's a big problem and the in in the playground, there's still being attacked by other kids. And it needs to stop, guys. It needs to go away so people can live a normal every day, everyday life. It's a fact of life, guys. So we will come back to that in a minute. But I do have a couple of uh, happy announcements. Um, number one is happy birthday for me and all the time that I think of it. We are 28 years old. 28 years old on the uh, 17th of August. That means we start in 80. Well, hang on. No, we have to do sums on air. <laughs> Just believe us, it's 28 years. <laughs> I think it was 87 anyway. Mm. So, tomorrow, Saturday, January, Amanda, 
Amanda Hisko. Oh, Milia, sorry. Amanda Milia. Amanda Yep, Colin Hisco, and we've got to say a big hello to him in hospital tonight. Thank you. Hello, go out to Colin. He goes, he's not very well tonight. He's in hot middle. Where, Paul? Um, some V's, I think. Some V's. Just down the street he's from where we are. So if you're well enough to listen, Carl, get a good one soon because we've got a lot more work for you to do, mate. Yep. Um, and one of our long-term members um, who's unfortunately no longer with us is Graham Williams. So um, people who have been involved with the show and have listened over the years would know Graham and uh, he's a strong self-advocate, <laughs> particularly in the battle to close institutions and um, unfortunately he passed away a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I, I, I didn't know Graham that well, um, so I'm not up with very fun on our committee for that two years. I think I was also involved in the early days of the fire. So poor Graham family, friends and cohorts in the he did, and um, if I can just share some of my own memories, Graham, um, I first met in, I think it was 1988, um, during a, a public housing, it was People for Public Housing, trip to Canberra where we camped on the lawns of Parliament House, the old Parliament House it was, and um, and Graham was there with a group of people with disability from Amida. I was there with a the completely other housing group at the time. And, um, yeah, that's, that's a very intense place to meet people and make friends when you're in the thick of the hurly-burly um, and camping, camping out on the lawns. Yep, camp- that's right, fighting for the rights and... Yeah. and um, and then, yeah, to sort of come across Graham later on when I got involved with the MITRE, it was fantastic. And and he um, he did do a lot in the early years in particular with the MITRE. To me, it was a gentleman. Not a bad word to say about anyone. And to me, it would be sad to me. Um, yep. So um, also tonight we were going to talk a little bit about a... Um, yeah. A, a video art installation that's on at the moment in in the city, a really important um, exhibition that um, everybody's welcome to go to. Dangerous Deeds. That's right. It's called Dangerous Deeds. It's on fifty-five Lonsdale Street. Fifty, fifty, Pete. Fifty Lonsdale Street. Okay, I'm going to make it. Sorry, but because Sorry about that. I've been on going on spring down in Melbourne. Open Monday to Friday, 10 to 5, 
you will be more than welcome Call me, have a look, and a bit out. It's and, uh, yeah, it's a great. I'll just tell you a bit about it. It's um, it's actually videos of people who are telling the stories of the sort of thing I was just describing. Actually, the dangerous deeds that people get involved in when they feel they have to stand up for their rights. And people with a disability have been involved in some mighty dangerous deeds over the years. Um, there's some footage there of Katie Ball thumb-locked to trams and there's, some, there's all sorts of stuff. I can remember where the party Yes, protests at Transport House. in the middle of the road how dangerous is that? But, yeah. yeah. But even now, you know, now I'm not saying that, you know, sort of there isn't lots of active, activist work happening now. There is. And um, there are video presentations there from mm. deafblind Victorians and from people with intellectual disabilities in Gippsland. Could I, could I ask you a question, Paul? Do you reckon we do advocacy in another way in today? Day and night. I can't remember in the last five years I've been promoted or sitting in front of a press and waiting for to do that. Do you reckon we may have known out of it? Yes, I think we have changed. Um, it's not so much direct action now, it's all happening on the web. <laughs> There's all the, you know, campaigns on the internet, which can be really good. And 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 this kind of exhibition, which is a video art installation, which, by the way, is in all different accessible formats. So it's it's video with audio description and it's text described as well. And um, it's very accessible with buttons, for big buttons for people to start. So I think, you know, it's happening in a different way. We're trying to sort of win the battle of ideas, really, and let people know, you know, that, um, people with disabilities need to be included and they're doing great things and they've got, you know, a lot to contribute and these kinds of exhibitions are about changing attitudes, I guess. If you want to know more about it, being or give my email at shabu at rockhouse.org.au. That is shabu, S-A-R-S-A-R-U. Do you want me to spell it? S-A-R-U, Saru, at rockhouse.org.au. That's it. Or you can just turn up. It's in the foyer, so it's um it's open to the public. Um, you just wander into Fifty Lonsdale Street, and you'll see um, video banks set up at both ends of the foyer, and with you know all the all the gear there. And there's actually staff on hand to give you a tour if you need it. Fantastic boy. Um, staying with now. Got some absolutely. Fantastic For all the listeners, we won an award. Oh, we won um, an award. Yeah, we did. <laughs> it was 
It was in the Victorian Disability Awards, and I think the category was Advocacy and Excellence in Rights Promotion. And we won the second place award. Yeah, we got highly commended. Highly commended. Highly commended. We're very commended. I commend everything to you, Paul. And that was for the self advocacy resource unit, not not necessarily just us. Can I congratulate the winner, WT Tibbin Foundation? I won. They did, but let's talk more about us. And and, and, um, Saru do a fantastic job. Self-advocacy resource unit, really, really, they're very deserving. Very deserving. We're going to have a short break and back with our topic right at this commercial. Thank you. It was fresh enough. Thank you, my devotee, Paul and Maria. And I forgot our... A pen wall right the back I guess. Hi Gab. <laughs> the fourth National Elder Abuse Conference will be held in Melbourne on the twenty fourth and twenty fifth of february twenty sixteen. With our ageing population and greater focus on family violence, this conference is a timely and crucial part of the effort to stop elder abuse. Focusing on ageism, rights and innovation, the conference will benefit those working with older people. Early bird registrations close on the 11th of November. For more information, check out elderabuseconference.org.au or contact Seniors Rights Victoria on 1300 368 821. That's 1300 368 821. Seniors Rights Victoria is a 3CR supporter. Welcome back to the first care with Peter Monday Boys and Paul and Will. Tonight, the boy and the gig came to me after that. that um, Station and announcement. And yeah. then not only people with disabilities, although that what we focus on, but it's everyone. From overseas people who get can stand up for my rights. Um, I'm made um bullying. Why did it occur? Um, I believe it's because people don't understand something. Now, whether it's people with disabilities, whether it's migrants, um, whether it's this or that, people look at something and they don't understand it. They go, oh my God, how do we do that? And the common way to do that is to bully, to call angle, or to look upon that person as that inferior person. Over the years, I believe it got better. I, 
Well, but, but, well, it is, but are you saying that you did get bullied in the street before that? Sure, all the time. So what, people calling you names? Every, every time, more and and how often does that happen? Not very often, no. Well, but Thank God. Give, us a, give us a rough idea. Does it happen once uh, a year? Maybe once a year. Once a year? Once every six months. Yeah. Um, yeah. But my attitude had gone towards the bully. And I I a name no matter what it hurt for. And it still hurt. But but how we deal with it is a way to be proud. I I don't let people get away with it. No, and I never will. I challenge people about why you call me that name, what you're reading, and have it on me. I don't know. I'm just calling it for fun. Well, not fun for me anyway. Maybe for you, but, but maybe for you, but boy, but not for me as a person. In the work going on his day-to-day activity. And when you do that, when you... I mean, you're kind of forcing them to see that you're a person too, and does that change things? Probably not, because a lot of people come to say, out on the street, in a hurry, we say what we do, we can win, by you. But may I take you back about 20 years? I started a program in primary school talking to kids about myself, about name calling. And I believe it would take 10 people a while if you talk to them about an issue that a boy, that a will work is nine out of ten of those people will come back with a, a better addiction and what we need. One person will remain to the helmet. So education actually is going to make the most difference. If we're very, very lucky, um, if we're very, very lucky, um, you might put perfect. But it, it's going to help the but majority. Pro. Yeah. That, but really not. Um, but do you think that's uh, happening now in our schools? You're saying you were doing that yourself 20 years ago as, yeah. a, as, as your own sort of off your own back. Yeah. But in schools in general, are, are kids getting enough education about disability so that they're Probably not ignorant not, and po- uninformed? Probably and, no. Yeah. I, I, I've always said it should be part of the mainstream primary school curriculum. Even if I do a session on disabilities, it could be compromised for all kids. Mm. Uh, 
to make it work, it could be done by a person with a disability for disability. sure. And exposure to disability yeah. means that people aren't as sort of shocked or don't know how to react. I mean, let's say a three-year-old kid, for example. I know three-year-old kids. Um, one will run up to me, say, oh, my name can be big because the kids is and then run away. Another will run away and cry. Under mummy or mummy's skirt, because they never come in contact with the people. The more you come in contact with people, the more you um you accept the fate of that person, and you go with it. I think that's true, and I think you also um. Once you sort of get past that um, lack of familiarity, you realise that it's probably better to, if you say didn't understand what someone said, just to ask them to repeat it. Just ask them Um, to repeat it because a lot of people just think, oh, I'll just pretend and, you know, they're freaked out and they don't know what to do. Yeah, yeah, what did I say to you? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, just ask them to repeat it and um, ask questions, find out, learn. <coughs> yeah, and I think there's actually um, a really good um, – we were talking before the break about the Dangerous Deeds video art installation. There's a fantastic yeah. video in there from Christian Astorian, yeah. and Christian's um, – a person who also has complex communication yeah. impairment, and yeah. um, and he talks about that that he goes around the city and people won't look him in the eye and they, you know, avoid him or ignore him altogether. And you know, if he does sort of try and talk to someone, often people yeah. don't want to stop and listen. They do they? Do they? Yeah. Some people, not all people. Yeah, you know, well, what you talk about for? well, bullying, I think, is all part of that. It's lack of information that, as you yeah. said, leads people yeah. to yeah. sort of well, take, a, to, take an extreme yeah. position. I want to move on to one topic about this. What can we do? But how, how does it make me feel angry? Angry, like, yeah. Hurt, hurt, yeah. Um, fearful at times. Uh, could I be made to feel that that way? No, I cannot. No, you should not. You should have a right a right to feel safe. Yeah. And know that that right yeah. will be protected in law, perhaps. Yeah. But at this no. stage, I'm pretty sure there's no. Um, vilification mm-hmm. laws for people with a disability. Yeah, there are against not. race, not. but there's not yeah. for disability. Hopefully one day never will Well, I think that would be something yeah. that, you know, we'd have yeah. to kind of convince yeah. people the need for. Well, I, I heard that another radio program and that the parents are encouraging kids to fight back, to show people that they're not weak. I, I have a, a 
some more problem with that because what my kids keep and what I've been thinking kids please is walk away just show them that their name doesn't hurt you or challenge them on me but not in a physical way in a verbal way say to them why are you calling me that? Is there any reason otherwise? Go away, leave me alone. That's the way you put the ball in. Yep, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think um, Steve Biko, who was yeah. an activist in South yeah. Africa, is famous yeah. for saying, you know, I'll always confront yeah. your discrimination yeah. and I'll confront you verbally, but that doesn't mean I'm going to be violent. And, uh, Confrontation can be verbal I'm as well. I mean, fighting fighting. For my, for my, so they say, fighting for people who don't understand anymore. Um, kids, if you're listening to me tonight, don't fight. Walk away from a boy. You won't become a better person. And what you're doing is you're showing that you don't care what they say, what they believe. But anyway, that my personal opinion. Okay, so either with that for now, get a couple of announcements. Remember the days of the day video of it, though, is on a before people long day on screen, number. Monday to Friday. Just this week it is, so you've Get got Friday, tomorrow and Friday. Friday. Yeah. I'm, and I'm from 10 to 5, so if you're not busy, put a kid in the car. Or, or catch the train. Or get on the bike or the train. I hope for no strike. Well, 50 Lonsdale Street, you'll be up the um, uh, Parliament end, so there you go. And get into dangerous, dangerous deeds. deeds, yeah. And happy birthday to Rachel. I thought you happy birthday. No, I bet, I bet, <laughs> I bet I'll do that. You, I will, I will break your radio. Sorry, guys, I won't do that to you. And uh, to Colin Hicko and get well to my. To all advocates, hello. I hope you're well and you're finding Get one more announcement before I go. 25th of November, we have a special event. It's a Q&A, question answer time. We'll tell you more about it next time, maybe. I'm running out of time. Put Peter Maddy Ward and Paul and William and the team for making a brilliant happy birthday. May your night be a good night and good night. Good Thank night. you all and have a good night and birthday. And up next, Tamil Voices. Tamil Voices up next. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. 
For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.